0: Hey, Daily Dosers, Chris here. Thank you so much for giving us part of your Monday. We're starting a brand new series this week just called Spring Cleaning. Isn't it that time of year? Weather's warming up. We gotta, you know, fix the backyard furniture because of the horrific winter we had, so we have to dust off some pollen. That's what we do in Southern California. Maybe we're gonna clean the garage. It's spring cleaning. This is what we're gonna do spiritually this week. What is the stuff in your life you need to rearrange, dust off? Or what is stuff you need to take out and get rid of and some new stuff you have to be put in? So when I was asked to kick this off, I started thinking, well, where do I start? Let's start where I need to start. Pronouns. Here's what you need to take off and put on and change the furniture you need to rearrange in your life right now spiritually. Pronouns. It, it reminded me because we saw a story this weekend about a rich rancher named Nabal who was foolish. He wouldn't give to David, almost got himself and everyone killed. He did eventually get killed. But if it wasn't for a beautiful woman named Abigail, these two fools would have collided. You Got to watch it if you didn't watch it. It reminded me of a story in Luke chapter 12. Jesus has been teaching for three or four chapters, all red letters, the beauty of the kingdom of God, the freedom of God, walking with God. But some clown has been sitting on a question, waiting for a break in the teaching just to get his needs met. And maybe Jesus got done with the story, was getting a cup of water, and this guy now shouts in the crowd. And he said to him in Luke 12:13, teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. And everyone in church is like, seriously? You just shouted out to Jesus? You're sitting here and you, want, you don't think your brother's been fair with the inheritance? And instead of Jesus answering, he made it a teachable moment. Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? And then he told the crowd, you guys need to watch out beyond your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. He goes, let, let me tell you, Christians, here's gonna be one of your biggest stumbling blocks. Your life, your importance, your significance has nothing to do with the amount of your possessions, but you think it does. And he goes, just thinking that my life has something to do with how much I have saved up, he goes, that itself is just greed. And he goes, let me explain it to you in a story. He told a parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He then thought to himself, what shall I do? I've got no place to store my crops. And he said, this is what I'll do. I'm going to tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I'm going to store all of my grain and my goods. And I'm going to say to myself, you've got plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. And I look at this and go, that's what I want. Like, I want to be that guy. That's the American dream. I wanna work hard, I wanna do good, but I wanna have enough cash flow and a side hustle, something's gotta happen where I can get ahead, not just ahead, but I can have enough saved up where I can have some early retirement where I can sit back and go, babe, we don't have to worry about money for the rest of our lives. If I just had this much saved up, then we're good. Let's eat, drink, be married, we don't have to worry about finances. Isn't that the American dream? And Jesus says, but God showed up and said to him, you fool this very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be. Not not this is just a story. This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards the kingdom of God. And look, Jesus isn't saying, how dare you have a savings account? Jesus is not saying, how dare you have a 401? How dare you have investments? How dare you have, no, 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 Jesus says, let me tell you what it's gonna be for anyone who sees their stuff as their stuff and isn't rich towards God. I don't mind that you have stuff saved up. I don't mind investing, but your richness better be shown somewhere toward the kingdom of God and not just you. Early on, someone asked Amy and I about, have you guys started thinking about retirement? And I'm like, I'm 32, why would I think about retirement? Well, you should be putting something away. And I'm like, what in the heck do we have to start be putting away? Well, at least get a mutual fund. I'm like, okay, so what's a mutual fund? (laughs) It's gonna be a fund that's not based on one stock or one bond or one investment, but a lot of things. So all your eggs aren't in one basket and all these things can work for you. And anything little you can do now is gonna be big down the road. I remember hearing that and telling Amy, we need a spiritual mutual fund. There will be a day where God will show up and say, man, I made you rich, I allowed you to be Americans, I allowed you to have great stuff, great success, oh, I know you worked hard, man, I know you made something out of yourself. But there's gonna be a day God shows up and said, what did you do with all of my stuff? Where were you rich? Not where did you tip me, where were you rich towards me? Babe, we better be able to open up our accounts and go, God, here's what we've done. Here's what we did to kids in Haiti. Here's what we did with the kids in Central America and in Africa. Here's what we've done in South America. Here's what we've done with buildings in Ecuador. Here's what we've done with water wells. Here's what we've done, here's what, we better have a mutual fund, babe. I don't ever wanna get caught by God going, oh, I saw how you were rich towards you. See, our spring cleaning had to have a major pronoun adjustment. This guy said, what am I gonna do with my stuff, my goods, my barns, my savings? And God says, you're done. You really think it's yours, don't you? Tonight, I can take your heart away from you. It's a pronoun issue. God, thank you for allowing me to be an incredibly wealthy American. How can I be rich with your stuff for your people and your kingdom? One of the hardest things we need in spring cleaning to change in our life is a pronoun issue. Whose life and whose stuff is it? We'll see you tomorrow.